but it's very good to hear you. Same, same, same. Hey, everybody. How's it going? <laughs> oh, wow. Also nice. tones of casting. They were just spaces. Yeah, how's it going, guys? Um, so good to see everybody here. Um, thanks for joining. Such a great crew. We got, um, we got Titus here, um, co trusty co-host <laughs> and uh, amazing friend of console. We got Alana. Uh, Stella on Alana Stella. Oh my God, we got Evan from ENS. We got Alex and Dave from Airstack. Big shout out. Um, and then I also see we have Mochi, we have Zero, Lena, Joe, just, yeah, a lot of amazing people. Um, I'd say building in the space to make a better internet <laughs> little by little. So, yeah, really, really grateful to have everybody together. And, um, you know, we've been pretty, pretty heads down um, at consoles, so took a took a little break from doing the spaces. But thought this would be a great opportunity um, to just reconnect. And I guess a few things on my mind for today. I'll just kind of lead the conversation and then see where it goes. But um, a few things on my mind would be uh, we have some updates of console. I would just love to share what we've been working on. I think we have some exciting things that I would love to share with you guys. Um, as well as get your feedback, um, I do have an experiment that we could run today. I would love some immediate feedback. It could really be helpful um, to us and to communities building on consoles. So, so updates, roadmap on our end, what we've been up to, why we've kind of been quiet, and what's coming next is on top of mind. Um, number two, you know, updates from, from all of you guys. I would love to hear um, somebody from Airstack, ENS, um, or a variety of communities come up and share. Oh, we got Melissa from Violetverse. And just share some updates. What's top of mind from you? And I'm also always wondering how we can help, you know, at console. How can we help either support your community or through um, integrations, um, these kind of things? I know uh, ENS and Airstack um, are, always, <laughs> are always kind of talking in the background about things. And um, I think at the end of the day, I think one of the big, uh, I don't want to say it's like a breakthrough, because in some ways it feels obvious, but I've just been saying it more often, um, is just that I've really been trying to explain the value of what we're building at console without using any Web3 words. That's been like my challenge of 2024, <laughs> um, like getting into a conversation and not like, you know, literally not saying ENS, but talking about why ENS is amazing, right? Not talking about the integrations and like, and I think to some degree we need to do that, but I'm, I'm really just trying to challenge um, ourselves and the space in general to just think about the value we're creating and reconnect to the values. And, and also because in some cases we can get lost in the technology and kind of forget the values. And I've seen, I've been in a lot of meetings in general over the past year where, you know, we talk, we talk, we talk about the 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 technology and then the end of it we're like why are we doing this or like do people really want that you know so um you know i i think that's kind of been our approach um we're working at the app level kind of the web 2 level connecting to web 3 you know gradually decentralizing over time and you know gradually integrating everything um and i know some people are working you know the other way around and we're all at different places and i was hoping that this would be a great space for us to just uh, give some updates and share how we might help each other connect more and continue to evolve this space. So that's kind of what's top of mind for me. Um, there's like a million other things we could talk about <laughs> that are interesting, like news, like Skiff closing down yesterday. Um, success of the Artisan Fund uh, the past two months has been amazing for fundraising for Web3 artists. And 
so many, so many things, uh, as well as just like a big influx of console communities the past in January. It was like a big month for us. So yeah, there's a lot of things we could talk about. But yeah, I think just top of mind updates, just saying hi to everyone, integrations and, and feedback on how we can help each other felt like a good place to start. So um, that is what's top of mind for me. Um, I'm going to, uh, oh, just welcome Dave on the stage. We'll say hi to Dave. How's it going? Hey, what's up? Sorry, it's uh, Twitter is messing with me. I'm not used to Twitter anymore. I spent all my time on Web3 social. So. <laughs> uh, but we're good. We're good. I'm here. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I haven't been on Web2 in a while. I forgot how to speak. <laughs> I don't really know what this what this stuff is. I, I was expecting to sign with a key or something, but it's yeah. to be able to yeah, how's it going? You you have been. You've been one of the most active people on Farcaster, as far as as far as I know. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I've been showing Farcaster for a year, and then managed to land in a company that that took a similar bet as me, uh, but even earlier. Uh, so the the vibe shift or the the, the conversations I guess uh, picking up there has been extremely exciting, uh, extremely busy. Uh, but yeah, happy to talk about. All of it, whatever is whatever is interesting to everyone. I'm I'm here to have some fun today. Yeah, amazing. Um, thanks so much. Yeah, let's uh, we'll just do like a brief round of just I'll say hello to everybody, and then I'll come right back to you, David, and we'll dive into some topics. Um, that's great. Um, Evan, how how are you doing? What's on your mind? Hey, Chris. Hey, everyone. Um, I'm doing well. I'm super happy to be talking with all of you. Um, not. I, for me, it's been a pretty crazy couple months, just been heads down grinding, um, you know, doing community management and just supporting ENS. And ENS has had a crazy couple of months, if I do say so myself. Last week, we just had a major integration announcement where GoDaddy integrated gasless DNSSEC. And so, yeah, it's been it's been going well, and I'm really looking forward to talking with all of you. Hope everything's going great at console. Amazing. That's some great news I'd love to dive into on behalf of ENS. Thank you. Um, Alana, what about you? How, how are you doing? Uh, give a little update. How are you doing? Oh, she might be. It's still it. there, Stella. Oh, wait. Oh. Did, you, did you say Alana? Is this my... <laughs> I mean, that's what your name says. <laughs> Sorry, yes. I, was, I was busy booking a meeting with you. I apologize. Uh, all good, all good. <laughs> um, yeah, we're good. Uh, we're, you know, continuously on a snail train, but uh, building out further and better and more. Right now, we're working a lot on Alana infrastructure and the DAO and different role descriptions. And we're, you know, developing them, voting on them, obviously. So we have consensus on these things. And um, yeah, and also trying to translate these things in tangible items, I want to say. Uh, so our latest um, point that we started is uh, merchandise for Alana. One of these merchandise uh, items will carry the Alana manifesto, which um, I don't know. Do you do you guys are are you guys familiar with Dieter Rams? Was a very famous product designer in Germany. Titus gives me a heart. So okay, that would be okay. Good. At least two people. Cool. Three. Okay. I think I think he invented. Did he invent the like modern? like razor like the beautiful like yeah he, actually, he was the designer for yeah you were right for brown who for brown invented. yeah and uh, he was also uh one of his radio designs inspired jonathan ivy for the first ipod design um so it, it's kind of like you know it's um how can i say his his design aesthetic is kind of timeless in a way uh so anyway you know one of his biggest achievements i think uh, when it comes to you know, designing in general are his 10 principles of good design. And so we essentially adapted this to 10 principles of a good community. What makes for a good community? Because something that we've been observing in different DAOs is the fact that often if there is a coin first and not necessarily culture first, that, um, yeah, people don't really share a culture or like an intrinsic motivational background. And so... This is something we've been working on. For example, it's just one small example, but, and yeah, that's us. All right, incredible. Thank you so much. Um, and uh, just gonna say hi to Titus as well. Titus, how you doing? I am well, it's good to be back. Um, I missed everyone. The audience is full of familiar faces. And I, I guess that's really the vibe that I was hoping for most is that a bunch of people would be back here to, you know, 
joining this welcome back to console to x spaces kind of vibe so yeah i have so much i have so much news to share but i'll just (laughs) back for now it's good to be all right yeah thank you yeah exactly Uh, yeah i guess um yeah i'll I'll just i'll share kind of our big announcement because i guess it's related to that and then i would love to kind of go around through some of the voices um I feel like a lot of great topics already came up um, and so kind of weave in. But yeah, the thing that we've been heads down working on is our own, we're calling them live spaces. So eventually doing this on console, um, it's live now and uh, in beta. So <laughs> that's why I might need uh, some opinions and help and, and feedback from y'all because yeah, it's it's the kind of thing that we're we've rolled out, but you know, there's a lot more improvements and, um, you know, we're, we're doing it in a way where, you know, we're building on an open stack um, and we're building on Matrix and we're using LiveKit, which is open open source. Um, you know, ENS names now can have, can throw their own, their own community chats like this. Um, and we're also working on making it more human, um, you know, just I think right now, like we started pretty web three, like you could only log in with your wallet and stuff like that. And so we're working on ways to make the chat um, feel a little more, um, I don't know, like we're going to allow you to upload your own photos and names pretty soon, but they'll be secured by ENS, which I think is really great. So that, you know, I'll be Chris and you can see it's like secured by Akastig as opposed to Akastig.eth being my name. So that was some feedback we got. Um, But overall, really just kind of like trying to imagine what we can do not only to evolve um you know the communities at console like thinking of it as like an all-in-one community platform but then also like how do we bridge out and continue to support the ecosystem um you know with our live chats which i'll share a link at the end and it it would be great to get some feedback um but with our live chats uh we have uh, with our live spaces like this we have a chat with it which is integrated with your wallet and your ens name and which you know is just part of the larger console platform so i think that's a pretty big value add because you can share links and have a conversation below it um and we're also looking for ways um i I think ways to just make less friction to have conversations like this and to bridge web 2 and web 3 so we have a lot of ideas in that um but yeah and that's what we've been talking um for quite a quite a bit um, with, um, with ENS and for more onboarding of ENS names to secure our name with Airstack. So we've been brainstorming some ideas, which we haven't quite implemented yet. Um, but yeah, just, you know, and just kind of would love more feedback from you guys. But um, so that's the that's the feature update. I'm super excited about it. I think it's a big value add for our communities and for Web3 in general. Um, and I think philosophically, to kind of like maybe turn a philosophical question as I pass the mic around, I think one of the challenges, though, is like, you know, it, it's still to me, I get caught up on how do we create real value, you know, aside from just the technology. And I think, you know, Farcaster has seen such a great spike the past month. I would say it's by far the most successful social Web3 social platform. Um, I would probably count ENS in that as well, because I think identity factors into all parts of Web3, but it is a part of social. Um, and I think it's really impressive. And um, I want to hear more from the community, from you guys, like what, you know, how, how your experience has been in the past three months, maybe, or, you know, recently with Farcaster growth, how you'd like to see us at console adopt certain other parts of the ecosystem. What's working for you? What's exciting? And again, if there's ever, a, I want to throw the challenge to you uh, in this in this call, you know, really just trying to talk about the value for humans and like putting as much jargon away. <laughs> Maybe that's my challenge. You don't have to do that. Like I won't call you out for not doing that, but it's just a way I think to challenge us all because that's just like been my rule <laughs> in our console standups. Um, uh, which, speaking of, um, we're we're also trying to embrace working in public, and we're we're going to be doing our console dev team standups um, in our live spaces on console. We did our first one today, quietly at 10 a.m. <laughs> we were like, if anybody shows up, great. But we didn't advertise it because, like I said, we're still we're still like beta testing the live streams, and we just need more people. We 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 know things that need to be improved with them still. Um, but yeah, we're going to do one tomorrow at 10 a.m. as well. Anyone that comes can meet the team. We'll have a Q&A at the end. Uh, we're going to start doing it at least twice a week. Um, and again, we'll have a live chat there. We'll have the team. And then in the next two weeks, we're gonna, we've 
our console team has been on console. We have our own console. Um, we're going to open that up so that you will be able to see a read-only version of live of our, our dev team chatting. And so, again, you know, over time, we really want to just edge toward openness, transparency, and this will be our first step. Um, so, yeah, every uh, Tuesday, and Tuesday and Thursday, 10 a.m., uh, you can listen to us live, and uh, our chat will be open soon. Um, but circling back um, to the bigger question, you know, as we bridge, um, yeah, what do you what do you guys think of the what do you guys think of the larger ecosystem move to social? What's working for you? What's not working for me? What can we learn? You know, I would just love to kind of open that conversation up, and I'll I'll kick it off with. Um, with David first. Um, oh, I see. Oh, wow. I see. I was going to get off with David just because David's been so ingrained in uh, Farcaster. Um, but if, yeah, maybe if David wants to just kick it off and then I see Alana and Titus other hands up and we'll go around. But yeah. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm super curious to see what everyone else has to say for sure. Um, it, the, the past month has been nuts. Uh, I think I. I think I've 10x my followers over the past month on 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 Farcaster. So it's become our main distribution channel. Our founder Jason just flipped his Twitter following too, which was which was no joke. Um, it, it, for those who haven't really been following, um, just kind of a brief background. The, the the big thing that really shipped was something called Frames, which you've seen pop up in a couple of different places, and it's probably happened on your on your Twitter or, or maybe even Lens Feed as well. Um, it's based off an old thing called the Open Graph that came out of Facebook many years ago and kind of got shelved. But basically, it allows you to sort of uh, interact in the feed with sort of mini apps. Um, and that is working like crazy. I just had a cast this morning that my Google Analytics is now officially useless because the only thing that you can see is when we release a frame. <laughs> and then the, the, they get a massive spike. And then it just, you know, it, 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 you get some retention for sure. But because of the hyper growth, every time we release a new one, it's a new spike and my old spike doesn't look like anything anymore. So I can't even track frame to frame doesn't matter too much because the growth's been there so hyper. But let me huge, let me jump yeah. in and just try my best to explain frames, just because if anyone's listening doesn't know. I, I love yeah, this yeah, yeah. space to be like educational as well. And it forces to put me on the spot. But yeah. um, from what I understand, um, and I and I've used frames. So imagine you're in your Twitter feed or really on any social feed around the web you know generally right now if you share a link if you share a link it will pop up and show some kind of image if i share a link of this twitter space on i don't know somewhere else you know you might get like a little a little image and it'll be like a graphic I'll basically read like an image and be like hey here's some news or here's like an event or something like that and really right now the way the web works is you can share a link and someone can see it and click and go to that website, right? I see a New York Times article, I go there. I see a Twitter space, I go there. With frames, not only can you read that, but you can also write to it. So if I write, so if I see uh, something to purchase, I could see it in my Facebook feed or my Twitter feed, hypothetically, or Farcaster feed right now. Um, and not only it's like, hey, you could purchase this. I don't need to go to that website to go purchase the shirt. I can do it without leaving Farcaster, for example. And in that way, um, it lets me like read and write, basically send data and receive data. Um, and it keeps the user in one place without having to lose where you go. And I think makes the internet more composable, meaning like, you know, you could probably put the same frame on a bunch of different sites um, without having to maybe update a million things and it keeps it more consensus. So it, did I tell, tell me what I got right or wrong with that, but that's basically my understanding of frames. It, it's all right. Uh, it's all fantastic. And it, it's, it's really good context for everyone. I think I, I, I knew when you were going to ask me the question that I was going to not dial it back enough. I tried to, and I still didn't go far back enough, which is fine. That's why we're here having a conversation. I think the, the big thing though, especially as early as console and ENS is that it's not just the right. It's, it's, it's the idea that you're taking your identity with you everywhere. And because your FID is tied to your ENS and things, you can do really interesting things in the feed without having to go somewhere else, right? Because you think about why you can't purchase, you know, from Shopify and your Facebook is because those things are connected. You don't have a singular identity, even if you may think of your emails that way. They're storing their own passwords. There's no signatures, right? It doesn't actually mean you're in one place or another. You have to go somewhere else for them to be able to interact with you. And that's not true in Web3. So what the big unlock here is now you can take your ENS, you can, you, you know, you, you can index it with Farcaster and you can create really incredible experiences that are customized and personable directly in any app. Literally any app that wants to read this is possible to do. Now Farcaster is taking off, it has a lot of attraction. This is huge for anyone who's trying to launch a new project or get feedback on a feature because 
with just 10 or 100x the, you know, the amount of feedback we get on Airstack on new things that we drop because we can do it right in people's feed. We don't have to ask them to come over, sign up, enter a new password, whatever it may be. The friction is infinitely lower. So because of that, you've seen a lot of really cool projects that were you know, maybe a little bit sleepy or people launching new things, choosing to launch it there because it's instant traction and you'll know immediately whether or not this is, has the virality that you want or the features working the way you want. It's all happening right there in your feed. So I've been talking to a lot of people about you know, go to market and, and different strategies and things and frames, I think has become, you know, the bar to be uh, set. And there's been all other cool things like video launch and stuff like that. But if, if you ask me what, um, what is important and what's special, um, it's that you can now interact with an app as yourself, and your, your true composable identity and take it with you wherever you go. And just to do a little bit of like showing, not telling, we launched a mint today to celebrate like this whole frame hype. And what you do, what, what it is, it's just a little box inside your feed and you click it and we check for your proof of personhood. We had some filters on the back because AirStack has that data. This is like automatic bot prevention. And then it pulls your FID and your username, which could be your ENS, and mints it on a custom NFT for you. And it's just one click. Uh, you can't do that anywhere else. Like Web2 is physically not, not able to do that because of, of its design from the bottom up. So because of that, that nature of, of taking your identity with you uh, wherever you go. I think this is probably maybe one of the first times people are starting to see the magic of Web3 and they're seeing it in a way that's very familiar, like social, but unfamiliar in the sense that like, hey, how come I can't do that in X? Well, it literally can't. It's, it's built from the ground up the wrong way to do so. Wow, that, that's really interesting. And tell me more about the Google Analytics thing. I think I missed that. Is, were you saying because people are on Farcaster inter interacting with like, your the Airstack website through without leaving Farcaster and therefore the Google Analytics on Air on Airstack are going up. Is that what you're well, saying? Well, frames are still pretty limited. So basically, the way it works is you can do the minting and everything yourself, but you want to see who else the holders are. You want to see your own NFT collections. We provide a link to then uh, you know shoot you over to the Airstack website. And the traction there is like forget about like <laughs> advertising CPC whatever. Um, I see Alex is on the call like. I think I think we 10x his, his top of the funnel pipeline too. Like the the amount of real people that are interested in Web three that are coming to our website because we are doing interesting things with frames is like nothing I've ever seen before since working in growth of BD and Web three. It's it's completely. You, you mean coming to the Airstock website? Yeah, they come to they because they, they're they're excited. They have this NFT. They want to see who else holds it. They want to see you know did I mint it? Oh, oh this is cool. I want to check around my other. Uh, my other collections, like what is this Explorer thing? So we have, you know, all this functionality on the Airstack Explorer, which I'm showing all the time on Twitter. But now people are going there and trying it out more. And again, it's, it's people we know are real people because we've already checked their proof of personhood. And it's it's not like every metric is up. Time spent on the pages is up. Uh, people yeah. coming through is up. Like it's all up because we're not fighting with Twitter bots. I'm not fighting yeah. with. You know, I'm not fighting with X, I'm not fighting with Nike for ad space on Google AdWords. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's yeah, people that are interested in Web three. All right. Um, I, I want to get to Alana and, and Titus in a second, but I have one more question. Um, and just want to give a little more context. So, Airstack for anyone listening, I just always want to define things because I think we're all trying to learn. Um, yeah, Airstack is, I don't know how to explain it if you're not technical, but basically it's a way that you can like query all the blockchain data and really easily like find. You could just basically search as like Google for blockchain Ethereum social data. And that's like a it probably does a lot more, but that's like one of the main things. And um yeah, and you can integrate it as well into your website. So like a console, we've been like really considering ways to bring in Farcaster data or um to use uh relevant data on people if you know if I know you because we are in the same NFT, we own the same NFT, we have same data across a variety of apps. You know, we can have like a central or a central decentralized. I don't know how to say. You know what I mean? One place you can go to Airstack, for example, and, and query the and query that decentralized data. Um, do you feel that this growth is particular in your kind of you know humble opinion to Airstack that is driving so many people? Because in a way, you guys are like a meta, like the 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 frames. You know, being able to like make more connections. It's like. Well, that makes sense. People would go to Airstack. Do you think that this is possible for other types? Like this kind of virality is possible, or have you seen it with other types of Web three projects or e commerce stores? I feel like I've 
I'm reading a lot about it, but you know, it's always kind of hard to know what's actually converting or, or interesting or successful. But yeah, do you have any other success stories outside of Airstack? Yeah, I mean, there's, there's a ton. Uh, I think some of my favorites, uh, this guy named Johnny Mack, who's probably most famous for posting memes, but he's working on a really cool project called Fabric, which is sort of creator-centric. And if you go to his... Um, if you go to his Twitter, he's posted a couple graphs. I think he's non-linear on Twitter as well. He's definitely non-linear that is. Uh, but you can see the spikes. Uh, you can see massive spikes of creators earning like serious revenue. And and that's down and that's that's upstream of the actual creators who are thrilled. Like there's uh one guy I I, I know fairly well, a guy named Max Jackson. He's he's an incredible person. He's an incredible artist and really enjoyed Farcaster and just kind of stuck around because he liked the vibes. And uh, you know, there you can go back through his history, it's on chain. He's like like, oh man, do I have to get a job? Like, what's going on here? Like, is this is this Web3 art thing real? And now he's, you know, I think I think he's probably in a space to, if not make it his full-time job, like it'll be like his main earning income, uh, just because you can now sign up for a fabric subscription without leaving uh without leaving the the client, which is great because it lets people cross-promote, it lets people share their mints and, and drops that he gives as part of the subscription basis. And I think, you know, again, just go back to the identity thing, it's like you can never do that on X because you'd have to go some, you know, you would have to go to uh, only fans or Twitch to subscribe, right? Because you have to put in your credit card information over there. Here, it's it's literally just you can just uh, pop right in and see things, and um, you can't do transactions yet, but you can you can do a lot in terms of yeah. like, the virality. That's great, David. Thanks for playing the game of talking about the value and not the technology. I feel like you did a great job. Well, um, I'm not good at technology, so it's easier for me. <laughs> Uh, no, that was that was a that was a great explanation. I mean, I guess also what I'm hearing is like it reduces the friction for like bringing people to your store or your community. Um, we have a lot of creators in this community right now. I see uh, Melissa from Violet Burst and Mr. Wagme. Um, and so I feel like this is probably super relevant to creators as well. Um, it's so interesting to see what people are going to do. Um, I'm going to switch. Uh, David, thank you so much. And feel free to jump in anytime. Alex, you're also welcome up. Um, I also see Prashant is here from XM, uh, XMTP. I would love to have you on stage if you want to share some updates. Um, where the kind of theme for anyone just coming is uh, generally just sharing product updates. How do we think about 2024 uh, with creating, talking about value and not just talking about the technology? And that's a few other things we're talking about, but that's the general theme. Um, Alana, thank you. You've had your hand up for, for quite a bit. Um, do you, I would love you to share, uh, ha, re react in any way you'd like to react. <laughs> Thank you, Kasik. Yeah, actually, I've been I'm, I've been more on the observer side for now on on uh, Warpcast, uh, and you know, just today I was debating. I was like, should Alana have her own channel on there? Yeah, you know, and I kept debating: is it like worth trying? But then I've been seeing just so many things pop up. That's one thing, but also like a community that I'm very involved uh, with in the DAO personally is Unlock um, DAO from Unlock Protocol. And, you know, they've been experimenting like crazy over the past two weeks with frames and all the possibilities that come with frames and, you know, um, having your own membership NFTs on chain and stuff. And, and then, you know, you brought up this question. I was like, okay, I'm just going to make the channel. I'm just going to make it. I, I'm just going to try it, right? Why, why not? And so I posted it actually in the comments if anyone wants to follow. Um, I still have to inform the team because the team doesn't know I just did this. Um, but yeah, I've been sitting a little bit on the sidelines of this one. And it's fascinating how, you know, if we think about when Lens first started, um, I, I it took, like generally speaking, I don't know, I'm so curious what Titus will say, but generally speaking, I'm having such a hard time making up my mind about new social media that's popping up because there's already so much chatter and noise out there. And you sometimes have to debate, is it like really worth getting like more chatter in your inbox, right? So you always have to evaluate. So for example, um, when, you know, threats came up, I was like, absolutely, absolutely no, just no. Right, like everyone's like, oh, we should get on threats. I was like, nah, definitely, def definitely not, not more of the same. And I think this is what most centralized social media doesn't understand is more of the same. It doesn't really make a difference for the user at all. And so, as I've been sitting on the sidelines, on you know, Farcaster going crazy over the past few weeks, and I was like, man, this this seems like a very different vibe altogether. This is different, in fact. 
And, you know, then the frames came up and people were experimenting. And so I, I do think it's a very different vibe around this platform because it's not about the platform, like Davufi said. It's about people who are using this platform, right? Like it means to an end in a way and um, all the value that they can curate out of this platform. And so I decided, yeah, well, my two cents. Here you go. <laughs> Love it. Thank, thanks for sharing. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it, it is nice to feel this shift from from web to web three and like feeling it kind of working for the first time, not the first time, but you know what I mean? You can like start to really talk about the value in a, in a clearer way that I think, you know, or we're just saying like normal people <laughs> understand, not, you know what I mean? Like, therefore, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Uh, let's go to Titus. <laughs> Thank you, Stella, for that. Um, and yeah, like differentiating and sort of like having finally ownership is really important to people, I think, in the space who are maybe tired of people stealing, you know, their identities in terms of like, you know, I, I guess it's a little negative to say this, but I guess X has been just literally claiming usernames and stuff like that. And I think um, I think Dan Romero says it best. He's one of the Parkcaster co-founders and he really wrote, you're never going to beat Twitter just by copying it. And that's a really important distinction to make. Which is that um, you know it it exists. It's microblogging. Microblogging is always going to exist in some form now. I think because people love the short form content. But I mean, Barcaster growth has exploded because of Braves in such a significant way that um, it's really like a signal that people are willing to pay for a better, different ownership experience of their data. In fact, I think they have a total revenue of over six hundred thousand uh, dollars, which is one of many things I was going to talk about, uh, which I love. One of my favorite things about being in this space is how aligned we are, even though there's, you know, there's new opinions and new ideas of how things can get done. Uh, three of the topics that I was going to talk about as news have come up already before I'm even speaking, which means that we're all on the same page about this. We care about the same things. Um, and, you know, we, we want to fix the world, I would say. <laughs> it's a good space to talk about that. And I think Farcaster has aligned their audience with that kind of ethos, which is that Hey, you know, you're going to have to know somebody who's got a good reputation to get in here. Um, if you if you don't, or if you join a little later, you're going to pay five dollars. That revenue is adding up for them. It's a really good thing, and I look forward to seeing you know what frames can do for more. That, I mean, because it's 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 powerful. It's not just a feature. It's the ability for creators to create. It's the ability for users to go, hey, um, this is how I see it. This is how I want to define my product. Yeah, I I love that. And talking about Farcaster's revenue, um, I under is, does anyone paying for Farcaster and why? I'd be curious to understand. I mean, I would, but I got it for free. David. <laughs> yeah, I, I got up in. Um, so basically, they, when when they went permissionless, they they sponsored everyone for a year, but everyone's gonna have to pay. Uh, you pay for the storage and. They warn you if you're running out of storage, um, and then you can you can purchase more. So it's like you know if you want to be super active and have a you know go on a like fest, you know feel free. You just have to pay for it. Um, I think you know it's it's less for me about um, are you willing to pay? Like I know for some people five dollars is quite a bit of money. I don't want to be disparaging, but I think for the vast majority of the target audience, which is you know kind of well-to-do developers <clears throat> in specific countries. Uh, this is not, you know, it, the, the barrier isn't the $5. The barrier is, are you willing to pay anything at all? And also you can't like simple attack it quite as easily, right? So th there's there's some sort of knock-on effects there. But I think, you know, really ultimately at the end of the day, the the, the usage, how do I put this? I'm a big fan of like, if you have something great, people are happy to pay for it. Not just like willing to, but like they are elated, right? Like no one is... No one who owns a Rolex or a Ferrari or a house is like sad that they had to pay for that thing. They, it's always a joyful experience to, to, to participate in that exchange of value. And I think that's one of the things that Web3 really brings. It's like, okay, I, I'm happy to pay for this thing because, you know, to Titus' point, like I own something for part of this. I own my name. I own my cast. I can take them. I want to do what I want. It's frames are an open, uh, open spec. I can build what I want here. I'm not beholden to Twitter's API or, you know, them making changes. How many businesses have gone out just because, you know, Twitter closed up shop on or increased it to, what is it, 50 grand a month now for the API access? It's it's just a mess. And then at, at the end of the day, you know, what developers and product owners want is, you know, users who 
um, who want to use their products as well. So there's this there's this very nice chain of exchange of value by by putting something at the very top that just says, hey, you have to be here for the right reasons. You you can't be here to just create as many accounts and farm bots or you know if you're if you're here to to disparage people, you know that you probably aren't willing to pay. Um, and then what, what gets kicked out the back end is, you know, incredible features and incredible products that really change the conversation about, you know, what the value of Web3 is to the individual person who maybe not uh, seeing it sort of on a day to day basis. Like I, I personally have pretty low, uh, low chance of being banned from Twitter, but but I but there's people that I follow and like, you know, whether I like them or not, they should have a chance to speak. And I think you get a lot more of that forecaster today. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, the the five dollars a year seems like it's yeah, it's just. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I I like the way that you phrased it. That for some people that might not be, you know, that might be a lot of money, or it might just be hard to find another five bucks. Um, but in some ways, it's like the cost of one cup of coffee a year to potentially reduce spam, um, and I think also just like incentivize the continuation of the the platform being built and stuff like that. It, it seems like a pretty fair um, exchange. Um, I just had an idea, and uh, I'm curious does does Farcaster have spaces like this? Like, is is that something they're working on? So my understanding is it's on the roadmap. In the short term, uh, a guy named Bill Bill Zh I forget his last name. He built something called Abura, which is sort of the Farcaster native thing. But my understanding is since he since he heard that <laughs> spaces is on the uh, on the roadmap, he'll be pivoting and working on some other stuff. Um, so yeah, it's it, it's coming. I think you know one of the interesting things about the the features that could release on Farcast, like yeah, you want to keep people happy, and you know, video is cool. I actually kind of got uh, I got dunked on a little bit for saying that like video video for Farcaster is kind of like threads. Like Instagram people just aren't good at like writing word content, so like people weren't really interested in it. Um, I think it's kind of the same for video because like, it fell off massively after people's like posted one or two memes. Uh, clearly it's like they love developing stuff. So that's why Frames was such a, one reason why Frames was such a hit. Um, but yeah. Yeah, I, I think they'll, they'll launch the audio and I, I don't think it'll be too much fanfare personally, although maybe I'll get dumped on again for that. That's cool. I guess the only thought I thought about it was like, we just launched the console live spaces. I'm like, can we make that a frame? And then anybody on Farcaster could just one click sign in with their wallet and then just start joining a space. I wonder if that's possible. I don't think so today. The frames are pretty limited, uh, but you could you could do some other sort of frame activation. Like I mean, my growth has coming out now, but like if you wanted to do some sort of like, uh, you know, see your friends who are on the thing right now, you know, call your stack or, you know, you call console depending on how, how it's built and, and show you know all your friends are in this space or they listened to this space last week and then have a have a pop out to go to a console. That's that's what a lot of people are doing for growth and um, and it's working extremely well. Back to your original question of what's working. That's a that's a great idea. So even just showing like hey these people are are coming to a console space as like a way to just sign people up and then yeah maybe they click on it and then go and it opens up console on their phone or something like that. That makes sense. Right. Right. And this is like the big thing. It's like identity. You can you can do it by like who they're following on Farcaster, right? And that comes with you everywhere now. And you can't do Love that, that anywhere else. Yeah. Or Love people that. on lens too, right? Like, like it's all it's all the same thing. <laughs> or or I know Ethereum protocol is coming out. Like there's so much you can do. I uh, love that. Um I want to go to uh, Melissa in just one second, but I see Alex jumped on and I feel like maybe he got excited to say something. And so Alex and David work together at um, Airstack. So I wasn't sure if Alex, you wanted to add something to what David was saying. Yeah, I, um, well, I'm on uh, Bahamas Wi-Fi, so you might lose me at any given second, but um, I thought Titus and Alana had really great points um, as well. And I really echo what you were saying about, um, you know, just like building great products and like having, uh, you know, the Web3 components kind of behind the curtains is is like, I think, where we're going to find a lot of footing. Um, and, and I think uh, Dan Romero described it as like a mullet, like, you know, Web2 in the front, Web3 in the back, um, which was really great. But um, one of the beauties and what you were just talking about and like, you know, thinking about like, how can we use a frame as like a distribution channel? And there's like a million success stories that we've seen from like e-commerce to social to like messaging um, coming through frames right now. It's, it's a really interesting time. but um the beauty about farcaster is like the permissionless nature right and i think like their motto is like go ship it like you want just like a photo only instagram clone that's for farcaster data 
you can just go ship it. You want to like go build a component that's like a Farcaster client in console or any other app, like just go ship it. The data is all there. It's all permissionless. And I think that's the future of like where all of this goes is like, you know, some people like David, he's a power user. He needs different features than me who I'm like, you know, your average user. So he's supercast, which has like, you know, more like lists and like just way better power user centric functions. And you might pay a little bit more for it monthly, but like the, the, you know, end of the road here is really just like more choice. And yeah, anyway, really excited about where it's going. Um, I've really enjoyed the space. So um, yeah, I'm going to mute now and uh, just keep listening. But uh, yeah, great chat, man. You're the best. Thanks, Alex. Amazing. Thanks, David, for your contribution. I uh, really feel like I'm learning a lot more about, um, yeah, I guess the, the, the potential and value of frames. Um, you know, I'm, I'm always thinking about uh, console and the communities um, and then just like how this all connects to improve the space. And I feel like a lot of great, um, yeah, I don't know. I love when I'm just like get excited by ideas. I'm like, oh, that means you could do this. That means you could do that. I'm like, okay, this is great. <laughs> uh, so really helpful to have that context. Thank you guys. Um, let's uh, hand it over to Melissa. So yeah, Melissa is the founder of Violetverse. Uh, how's it going? Oh, we can't hear you. I don't know if, um, I think you're muted, but yeah, there you go. It's not just me, right? Okay, yeah, it's not just me either. Yeah, we can't, we can't hear you. I'm sorry. Maybe try rejoining. I'm not sure. But uh, yeah, okay, cool. Um, well, yeah, why Melissa is getting her mic uh, figured out. Um, yeah, I just want to invite anyone else that might want to come up on stage and either ask a question or share an update on your projects. We have a really great, um, always just kind of uh, honored of the, the great groups that we bring together. We have uh, Evan from ENS Foundation. We have Titus. Um, we have um, Alana. We have uh, David from Airstack. Um, I see Jaden Violet in the community. Always welcome to to jump up uh, and share um, his updates on what he's working on. Always always busy with the uh, with his music community and his NFT project, um, Raver Realm. Let me see. One second, Melissa. I'm trying to get you on. Hmm. <laughs> Throwback. Did that work? Hello. Yeah. Yes. Awesome. Awesome. I'm joining from my computer. I don't have Twitter on my or X on my phone anymore. Just trying to um just level set with the social media here. But I really, really enjoy the Farcaster conversation because I am like a dear. I don't know what's going on with Farcaster. So Alex, thank you so much for just opening up my eyes to the, all those different growth strategies, especially uh, as I continue to figure out what to do with a violet verse. But um, yeah, it's been really great to uh, join the console community. I mean, I've been a part of the community, I would say for the last few months and just started a channel at the beginning of 2024. And I did try the live discussion feature no one came, but I just wanted to see how it kind of worked. And it definitely works like a nice, smooth UI. So um, I want to try to have more digital fashion chats. So I've just been really inspired lately. I mean, I'm a, I'm a writer. I, I kind of moonlight as a writer, but I've been in journalism for 10 years, um, as well as marketing. So it's been really interesting to have those two worlds collide on Violet Verse, really been digging into the data, like figuring out how to, you know, incorporate Google Analytics and keyword trends, talk about marketing, but then also use um, all these just social platforms as a distribution mechanism for this, the content that we have going on. So, yeah, it's been really interesting. Fashion month or fashion uh, tour is Fashion Week tour is going on. So we've been dealing with a lot of New York Fashion Week stuff. Um, and we want to try to figure out how we can continue to be like a, an inspiration for more Web2 fashion companies that have read Violetverse or have followed me for the last decade and want to see how to like um, incorporate emergent tech. That's where we come in. Um, so yeah, just really excited about that. And um, if anyone has any questions, I'm here to answer them i'm on console violet verse slash melissa um so yeah hit me up 
Love it. Thanks for sharing. That's incredible. Um, yeah, so great. Uh, so, um, so many directions we could continue the conversation in. Um, but maybe, maybe I'll step back from throwing topics because I feel like I'll uh, get excited. But um, why don't I? Why don't I just hand it over? I, I know that um, I know that Evan. You know, Evan is really close to the NS project. I say, you know, we love what ENS is doing, and I feel like the ability to have one global identity that you can bring across web three and across the internet hope you know over time is going to be a really important driver um i know you guys have had just like a ton of updates um coming out coming out lately maybe do you want to just kind of educate us a little bit um we could try to play that game as well but it might be difficult uh but yeah like to try to explain some of the value of 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 um some of the updates you guys are, are are doing and maybe why we should care so to speak i mean i really care but i'm i'm putting you on the spot to sell us <laughs> you know what i'm trying to say yeah, yeah. get Sounds us excited <laughs> yeah so trying to play the game like you mentioned of keeping it in simple concepts and not necessarily getting too deep into the tech but the actual use case and how it actually you know pr provides more utility to something that already exists and so uh, the biggest thing that's happened recently, in my opinion, from ENS is gasless DNSSEC. And I'm not going to get into what gasless DNSSEC is, but this is what I'll say. If you have a DNS domain, so the DNS world is all the different domains that are, you probably recognize, the .com TLD, the .net TLD, the .us TLD, all these domains, their TLDs, their second level names, and actually even like the email addresses, that all falls under DNS. And so ENS uh, from early on has always said, and it's a part of our constitution, that ENS will integrate with the global namespace. And so DNS is the global namespace. There's hundreds of millions of domains and there's even more email addresses. And so with, a, with the DNS world, we're actually enabling DNS domains to, be, to have an ENS name attached to it. So basically, if you have a DNS domain and it is able pretty much every TLD and domain is able to. There's there, there's a few exceptions, but yeah, so like over 15,000 TLDs, I believe, I think that's the right number, don't quote me, but they can all be imported into ENS. So basically, there's all these domains. There's, hun again, hundreds of millions of domains. People search with domains all the time. You recognize companies, some of the biggest in the world from their domain name, such as google.com or zoom.com. And so these domains can now be in the ENS system and they can be brought into the ENS system in a gasless manner. And so what this means is, say you are on GoDaddy, you have a domain, you have multiple domains, you can, without any gas, you can simply just with your wallet and going through GoDaddy or other sites that provide this feature, you can simply have your DNS name be your ENS name. And so now your domain name can accept cryptocurrencies, it can be used across Web3, and so I think that is a huge um, integration, um, you know, the ability to like do this as a whole. And then, as I mentioned, GoDaddy recently integrated this. We announced that last week. And so GoDaddy has, I think, the number is 80 million customers. And so all of those customers are now going to be able to bring their DNS name into the Web3 world. And now it just enables more names that can be human readable on the blockchain. You know, you see your, uh, you know, long char characters address. Uh, if you don't have an ENS name. And so this is helping to solve that, especially for people who are coming from the Web2 world. That is, to me, like a huge integration and, and a huge um, announcement. Again, the gasless nature of it. We don't need, necessarily need to go into the technicalities of it. But end of the day, if you are in the DNS world, you can very simply go to GoDaddy if you have a domain there and head to the crypto wallet section. And in two steps, you can have a DNS name in the ENS ecosystem and use that in the same way that a .eth works. So maybe I'll throw it back to you, Chris, if you want to like ask me a question or any direction. Yeah. You it, but that's the gist of the huge integration. Yeah, I love that. Um, I'm gonna, I love it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna break it down um, with my own personal experience and why I think this is interesting. Um, and then also invite anyone with questions or experiences. But yeah, uh, I went through this um, a few days ago. I actually made a video. I'm gonna, I'm gonna post it on the console Twitter pretty soon um, of the process because it was so easy to do. I was like kind of surprised. I feel like no offense to 
uh, Web3, but I feel like, you know, sometimes I'm like, what am I doing? How many masks am I meditating? Like, where am I in the internet? And, you know, it really, I just went to godaddy.com. And what it allowed us to do um, is just take our domain. Um, now, to be fair, I didn't do console.xyz because two reasons. And I don't mean to spread fear because I don't really know what I'm talking about. But first I was like, yo, if this doesn't work, I don't want to like break our main domain. So that's just me. That's not me on behalf of VNS. I could be completely wrong. Number two, our main domain is not on GoDaddy. So I just literally couldn't even do it. But those are the thoughts that went through my head. I'm like, I'm going to try this with like one of our other domains. And I don't know about you guys, but if you've ever been at, startup or a company that's starting out like i tend to buy all the names that like are misspellings of our name because <laughs> i'm like if we get big one day like i'm afraid that somebody's you know gonna gonna rip us you know i, I i've fallen for it myself i'm i lost i went to like i think lensprotocol.com which, or that org which whatever one's like not the actual site totally fell for it you know and this is the way phishing works when you get big enough you know, you want to you want to have Facebook without the A, you know what I mean? So I, I sometimes do that. Um, you know, I just buy like a bunch of like random things. Um, so I bought console DAO.xyz and we don't use it, but I just have it. And that's where I do it. GoDaddy. So I have these like all these misspellings of console and stuff like that. Just so to help make us non fuckable with or less fuckable with down the line, you know, it just costs like, you know, a few domains um so anyway so i tried one of the ones that we weren't using just as an experiment um but then after i did it i was like oh no that was super easy and what it allows us to do is to use our domain name so you know could like console.xyz and right after that and, and you could do this right now i went to metamask and i was like okay so like i can send money now to like our domain and then i just typed in like console.xyz and it showed up in metamask and i was like that's so cool so i feel like that's the power um because i started to imagine you know we don't do e-commerce but you know um i guess like imagine like you know jaden on here is a musician he has uh live events throughout the year you know imagine he started doing ticket sales on his site now the, you know, the way ticket sales work right now you know generally with crypto, you know, there's like quite a few steps in like clicking and confirming and am I sending this? But if you were just sending it to the domain, you know, of the site that you're already on, it just makes, I think it's just like one step closer to like tying together these two worlds and building building a sense of trust, which I think is, is really important. Imagine that for e-commerce stores, like imagine just sending something to like zappos.com, you know what I mean? It's like, it's like, less fuckable with than <laughs> than sending it to like zappos.eth i think you know what i mean because it's like well did they register zappos.eth you know what i mean is this really their metamask account am i typing in the you know it's like no just send send the money to zappos.com when you when you pay with crypto all right done um so i think that's really cool it took one second to set up i'm gonna share my video after but yeah, I really love this. It's early days. Like, I don't quite know the adoption is always the trick. It's like, are people really going to use it? But I think it, I think it's really promising. Um, and yeah, you know, we, yeah, we have it for one of our accounts. And uh, I think the only limitation is that our main domain is not on GoDaddy. Otherwise, I would have done it. <laughs> any thoughts? Any questions? Yeah, I can answer any questions or just speak on the matter. But definitely, if anyone has anything, I don't want to stop them from asking it. <laughs> So I'm going to share a, um, a fun little thing, which is the uh, ability to mint a <laughs> official ENS slash GoDaddy music video, which is maybe my favorite thing about the announcement, even though it's the most useless thing, um, which is kind of a funny little video. Um, but it's a free mint on Zora. Um, but it's, it's good news because I think there's two things that are really important here. One is that the gasless, the ability to do things gasless um, allows for people to not, you know, be that's not a barrier to entry for some, especially if we're talking about subdomains and stuff like that. Um, because I think a lot of people just want um, an identity that's theirs and without a barrier to entry for it. So, you know, for example, you know, if if we wanted to, we could give that to, you know, console users, for example, from console.dao.eth as a subdomain um, or, you know, just usernames or anything like that. Um, but it's an open protocol. So that's the important thing there is. Uh, I think there's a less, you know, less barrier to entry, but the ability to own data um, and take it with you and tie that identity, that one final, I own this identity kind of thing along with you.
Yeah, I think I think it's really promising. I, I'm really curious to see if more people start using it and how they how they use it. It's super exciting. Um, amazing. Well, you know, I we're we're at the hour for the most part. We're almost there. Um, try to keep things tidy as much as possible. Uh, I just wanted to invite if there's any uh, last questions, thoughts, um, announcements, uh, anything anybody else wants to share. If you're in the audience, kind of last minute, uh, last chance to jump on stage, give a quick announcement or quick question. Um, and then otherwise, you know, then that's it for today. <laughs> any other thoughts? Do you mind if I talk about console features that have been kind of like slowly but quietly pushed in over the last few Yeah, months. sure, sure, of course. Yeah, no, I probably should be doing that. So yeah, <laughs> Can please. I talk about console and console <laughs> please, spaces? Please, please, yeah. <laughs> so I'm, I've seen some significant improvements lately. Um, I, I know they weren't all announced. Like, for example, I saw a, a great increase in speed all of a sudden, and I'm not exactly sure what the resulting, like, I, I'm not sure what that was from, but it's beautiful. Um, it's great to see a lot of things load and stay loaded faster, uh, especially for power users, you know, people with lots of, like, threads, DMs, things like that, important stuff. Um, also soft notifications, I think is the way that you refer to it internally, which is the ability to see a little like purple dot because you know console purple is so beautiful um, about whether or not you're missing messages, sometimes with a number, uh, depending on the context of that. Also push notifications have definitely gotten better. I'm getting notifications, for example, when Casting sends me a DM on console, which is just my favorite thing to get an announcement about. <laughs> and, um, you know, beyond that, I mean, the spaces are really cool. I, I tried it out uh, real quick, and it's beautiful. Um, also, I think the party line URL changed today, which is kind of fun. Uh, so that's going to change a little bit there. But yeah, just, you know, it's all, you know, copacetic. Um, and I'm trying to think if there's anything else, but I'm really just happy with the product evolving and constantly going in a way that's I think more user friendly and less about the tech. And that's, you know, I think we all need that an app that we can call home and that we can say, Hey, you know, I can, I can invest my time here. You know, things like skiff suddenly getting bought by uh, notion and shutting down. I think we all want to know that, you know, that everyone's here for the long haul. And the benefit there is that, you know, like <laughs> I think um, we shape the product. And I think that as we have that feedback and, you know, Castig implements on that feedback. I think that we make this thing a place that we want to stay. Thanks, Titus. Yeah, I really appreciate that. Um, yeah, I really, I really do invite everyone here. I mean, it's a pretty small community um, of us. You are included if you're here, um, who are giving feedback to create this. And I talk and listen to every feedback that is given. <laughs> uh, Man, I mean, every week I'm I at least have like five hours of just video conversations just with people and just listening. You know, anyone that that has, um, you know, mostly from communities that are building on console or coming. We we have such a pipeline of communities like coming to console, and only to say that like you know, there's always like, oh yeah, but we're we need this or we need a little more stability or you know we need live we need live audio and like we're really just trying to understand that. But there's such an opportunity to to build together, and I think some of the values that you know, I really care about. And if, if you care about it, I want to hear from you. It's like, I think um, creating this like all in one platform where we, we can have one focused place to connect not only our community, but also like connect different parts of Web3 together. Like, and that's why I think like frames, ENS, like all these integrations are so important for bringing that future together for group chat. There's just, there's just nothing like that that exists right now. And I think it's super important. Um, and the other value I really believe in is just reducing noise and increasing the focus of our attention. I feel like it's, a, to me, it's a part of what I would call, I guess, Web3, just because it's a part of making the internet better. It's like, we don't want to just create the same attention monster a decentralized attention monster. Um, so, you know, like as, as I rolled out like notifications this week, it's always a, it's a really difficult toss up to be honest, because like we rolled them out and I'm like, honestly, I'm like, these are kind of noisy. Like I don't, they're not like what I think is like we could do better. And at the same time, I'm like, but we also like just need to get them out because people need them and we need to get feedback. But we overall have like a lot of, uh, a lot of uh, vision and experimentation toward to making managing the community less spam, like more signal, engaging people more. I think we can do a lot with that. And yeah, if you believe that that is what you want to see, I'd love any and all feedback to help us make that 
more of a reality. So thanks, Titus, for for teeing up a few of the a few of the topics there. Um, let me let me pass it over to Alana, and then if anybody else, and then we'll slowly kind of wind down. But yeah, Alana, thanks. Sure. I just wanted to bring one more time attention to what you said. So tomorrow at 10 a.m. EST, you will have an open channel. I think you said it's the party line channel, right? To run it. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Okay, cool. I'll be there. I hope others will join. I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll do um we'll do the next the next three days. Actually, we'll just do the next three days, ten a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, we're just gonna do our stand up. I mean, it might be like a little boring, so to speak. We're literally just gonna be talking about the features we're working on. But you know, I think the transparency is interesting. It'll keep you up to date. And then at the end, we'll have you know. We'll have the chat running the whole time, so you can add in, add in your questions at any time. And at the end, we'll have Q and A with anybody that does show up. So, yeah, so we're we're beta testing the live stream the next three days, 10 a.m. Come join us in the dev team um, and party line. I'll, I'll put a link below this. Um, and then on Wednesday, and this hasn't been announced yet, but Jaden, myself, and uh, comedian Ali Goldberg, we are doing a Valentine's Day live live space uh, <laughs> about love about following following your dreams versus finding love and finding the time <laughs> and drive uh I, there's a lot more to that we're, we're pulling it apart it's gonna be a great conversation um and so we're gonna be announcing that that will be on wednesday yeah this thing is gonna be 6 30 p.m eastern standard time and that will be on console so yeah so we're we are experimenting with uh with the live spaces and again all the feedback if you get any feedback you guys give um, gets taken very seriously and, you know, want to create something that we all appreciate and, and find comfy and good. So thanks, Alana, for, uh, for, for sharing that. I appreciate that. And, um, yeah, I guess with, with that said, thank you all again. It's so good to see your little avatar faces, uh, and Alana's hump, whatever your logo, just kidding. Um, and thanks to Alex and David from, uh, Airstack and, you know, their work on Farcaster has been, if you haven't been on Farcaster, I would definitely recommend um, following them, especially David. I think he's like one of the top 10 most active people. Um, and then, yeah, if you want to know more about ENS, I would follow Evan. Uh, Titus is a well of amazing, amazing knowledge uh, and kindness. And uh, yeah, say the same about everybody else here on stage. Uh, Alana, Jaden, Jaden's, oh, Jaden's not on stage, but his little icon is close to me. Um, and everybody for joining us. So thank you. Uh, thanks to Emily. Thanks for joining. Thanks, Mr. Wagme, uh, Nova, uh, Lena, so many people. Oh, car culture we got. What's up? Uh, yeah, so such a, such a great group. Thanks again. And uh, I'll talk to you guys soon. All right. Have a great evening or morning or whatever time it is where you are. Enjoy. Bye. <laughs> hey. Nice. I'm going I'm to tell you something. When the world starts to get really bad, and these mugs out here robbing, you gonna love digital currency. All these motherfuckers, they be running and gunning, and I'm all like, I'm sitting back just having fun in the sun, and then I'm like one out of a hundred, I'm just building up on it. So some of everything we built are in the last hundred upsets, you're getting salty, feeling faulty, you ain't no man. I keep robo here, grinning ear to ear, throwing up anarchy, smoking toiletries, spitting philosophies. Look at the dossier, we rack like geology, there's layers to this shit, like it's sedimentary, all these little onion peels getting torn off. And buried, imagine the smell That shit is a vital experience Without knowing how you will not survive, period uh, <laughs> It's a fucking trip, man Jimmy, if you Jimmy, if you listen to this, right You're getting absolutely fucking ripped to death Like on a spaceship alive, you little troglodyte bastard I hope you fucking listen I hope you come to my house, son I swear to God, man I've got fucking loads of weapons and my dogs, man Mate, you just a little rat, man Go on Fuck off, man. Do one. Fuck off. Harmony. Me and the other one. Do you look for a fucking job? You fucking idiot. You've just been fucking at my death. Fuck off. Try to change the course of the portion philosophy I'm just here for the corporation sponsor lobotomy Feels like I won the lottery Like I'm ghosting this pottery Chill, Demi Boy, the shit's supposed to be haunting If it wasn't, ain't no puzzle You would try to train your muscle Air dropping like a fatal hustle But the pay is buzzing Think of all the loss of crew Just to pick up off the tricky custom Not to hear all those sub-dows Would make up for something I guess it just goes to show The fuck do I know? At least it's quiet over here I like my little silo It's better than watching them fight over How to divide my time between 
was sitting at the desk and the ride home. Devs at Mickey D's, they leeching off that Wi-Fi. Zapdos and Mole, they shipping more than five guys. Console open, waiting for the kamikaze when the flash loans bang. They feeling like paparazzi, snapshot motherfuckers. We got layers, meteor, a jawbreaker. We cracking a lot of craters. We wrapping a lot of pay dirt, maxing out relators. Imagine the smell, five dollar wrench to your Darth Vader. It's, it's really funny uh, to us at Binance that everyone here is talking about uh, blockchain attack. We know who all the validators are, we know, we know where they live, and we're going to their house, we have a range, a big range, and we will attack them with the range, and then we will take their validator home physically and put it in a truck and drive it to China. Right, so this is an extension of the, the activities you performed on, on BTC, right? Uh, funding and creating these massive uh, Bitcoin mines, putting them in caves, putting them in, in uh, factories that were abandoned in the past, and also using electromagnetic pulse bombs to detonate uh, the USA and the other country mines, right? So you're now applying this strategy to, to Lunk uh, in order to take over the chain, is that correct? Uh, it's more simple. There's no uh, EMP bomb. It's just a van of men in uh, Balaclava, and they have wrench and they're taking the physical validators from people's houses. They are usually very fat and they're usually uh, in the shower with, you know, with trying to wash uh, their mice uh, droppings off their uh, clothes. So it's very simple. We just walk in and we take it. But if there is someone who is sitting at the computer or sleeping at the computer, we, uh, we hit them with the wrench really, really hard. And then they say, stop. Don't do that again. And we say, that's okay. Just mm -hmm. give us your validator note. And then they give it to us and we drive it to China. Ten spaces.